Hello, everybody, and welcome, welcome, welcome to the Health and Sports Show. My name's Tom Butterfield, and today we're going to talk about 10 ways in which we can deepen connections with those around us. Now, a Harvard study showed that the number one reason for having a long and healthy life was the depth of connection that people have with those in their daily lives. Now, it's not the number of connections or number of followers, we could say nowadays, but it was the quality of the connection that they have between them. And we highlighted that those connections can be made deeper and relationships stronger as a result. So number one is to take responsibility and give credit. It's good to be humble. It's good to have a level of humility about you. You sometimes see this in interviews with sports teams where the manager will be very quick to give the credit to the players when they win and then they'll take the responsibility when the result goes against them. Now, not all managers will do this. I can think of one particular manager who always seemed to find a way to blame it on something else or someone else, but I won't name any names on here. It's a good leadership tactic to really give the credit out when things are going well and take responsibility when they're not. Number two is that the small things are the big things. These are often the things that show that you really are interested and that you really do care about others. Things that can be overlooked as too simple, things like eye contact when you're speaking to someone or listening. Now, don't look at your phone. Don't look around at screens that are behind them. You know, certainly don't roll your eyes, that's for sure. These things can just keep that connection and keep that conversation on a really good level. Number three is to seek to understand be empathetic with people. Now, there's a difference between empathy and sympathy. Sympathy doesn't always go down well because people don't want to think you feel sorry for them. But empathy is when you take the time and make the effort to try and get into their shoes and try and understand how they feel and then seek out a solution together. So seek to understand don't just feel bad for them and then go see you later and move on. And number four is to resist the urge to judge and criticize. Now, this is a real big one. This is done a lot and it's tough not to because quite often nowadays there can be a picture put up on social media with a you know, cutting headline or something and straight away we think somebody's a bad person or they're guilty. Now, remember that this picture or this moment that you've seen this person, you know, maybe shouting at their child or arguing with their spouse or losing their temper over something that seems very trivial, we're just getting a very small window into their life at that time. We could have witnessed their worst moment ever, their worst moment ever in their entire life, but yet we've chosen to judge them on that moment and therefore we think negatively because of it. Now we don't know what's going on in their life at that moment in time. They could have been through all sorts of stresses and strains for weeks or months leading up to that moment and that was the second that it's all blown and that's what we've witnessed. Please remember before we judge someone or before we criticize them, maybe take the effort to go back to 
number three <laughs> we're talking about and perhaps have a little bit of empathy and think, well, perhaps I've just caught them at a bad time. Perhaps I should see if they're okay. Perhaps I should see if they need someone to talk to in order to figure stuff out. Number five is to make the other person feel important. People love the feeling of belonging and feeling that they're part of a group. Giving someone that feeling will certainly strengthen that bond that you and them have got between you. Now, we're not saying that you have to be some sort of cheerleader blowing smoke up people's asses all the time because you don't. Just take complete focus on that person for that moment. Give them all of your attention and make that person feel as important as they really are. And number six is to resist the urge to gossip or one-up on someone. So gossiping is talking about other people's life and one-up is someone says, oh, I went to Tenerife and someone else says, oh, well, I went to Elevenerife, you know, something, something like that. And it just doesn't help build that strong connection. Think of things as an emotional bank account. If you put more into a relationship than you take away, then it's going to get stronger. And by gossiping about someone or constantly trying to invalidate someone else's achievements by one-upping them all the time, it's a really fast way to empty that emotional bank account that you've been building up over all that time. You're letting that person that you're talking to, just imagine it, you're talking to somebody about somebody else. Now, if that was me listening, I'd be thinking, well, this person can't actually be trusted because perhaps they talk to the other people about me like this. And what happens when I leave the room? It's not a great way to present yourself. So try and give that a miss. Number seven is to ask interesting questions. Don't ask questions that can be answered yes, no. A good way to start interesting questions are with a what or a how. Try and avoid starting with why, because why can sometimes seem confrontational and might cause someone to put some barriers up between you and them. I noticed when I went to Australia many, many years ago, had a great time, loved it by the way, the first question that we in the UK often ask each other when we meet for the first time is, what do you do? Whereas when I went to Australia, the first question I was often asked was, what do you enjoy doing? And it was such a different response that you got from people because it gave you a really good chance to find some sort of shared interest. And by the time that I left Australia, I had no idea that I was friends with stonemasons, solicitors, admin workers, because nobody cared. You all enjoyed watching sport. You enjoyed surfing. You all went down to the beach. It didn't matter what you did for a living. It was what you were passionate about or what you enjoyed doing that really interested people. So that was something I really brought back with me from Australia, and I still use that today. And number eight is to listen completely and sincerely. Actually listen to what people say without thinking about what your response is going to be while they're talking. Just focus on what they're saying. There'll be plenty of time after they've stopped to formulate a response. And what do you do when someone finishes speaking? You're already halfway into your response. I know I've done this in the past and I've really, really tried over the years to stop this. Because if we do this, then there's no real 
depth of conversation. We're just taking turns to talk, that's all. Once someone's finished talking, get into the habit of taking the time to pause, internalize what they've just said, and perhaps rather than giving an opinion on what they've said or talking about something similar that you've done, maybe ask a further question. Now, try and dig a bit deeper into it. And that's really nice because it shows that you were actually listening. Number nine is to compliment without hesitation. Now, I'm trying to do this more without trying to come across <laughs> as, you know, a bit weird or a bit strange because we're British and we don't often take compliments very well. We're much better with a little bit of sarcasm or a bit of a quip. But if you actually look someone in the eye and give them a genuine compliment, then quite often they don't really know <laughs> what to do. But these should always be genuine. It shouldn't be seen as an opportunity to you know, give a chat up line or hit on someone. It should be a genuine compliment and certainly be respectful. And let's be honest, if you go up to somebody with the right intentions and be respectful and genuine and deliver that comment without any hesitation and they can't handle it, they run off or they get embarrassed or they think you're a bit weird, then that's not actually your problem. That says a lot more about them than it does about you. So don't be afraid to compliment without hesitation. You might just make someone's day, who knows. And number 10 is to lead with a bit of tough love and some kind truths mixed in as well. And be authentic. I think it all comes down to intentions at the end of the day. The intention should be to help that person, help them grow and to progress. It shouldn't just be an excuse just to dig them out and give them some stick. Because if people know that your intentions are genuine and good and positive, then giving the hard but needed truth is respected and helps to build trust between those people. And sometimes being kind is telling the truth because false praise really doesn't help anyone at all. It doesn't help people to grow and to improve and get closer to their goals and aspirations. So what I'd like you to do is I'd like you to pick two of those and really try to incorporate those into situations. So you might feel that the ones you feel most comfortable with starting straight away are to make someone feel important and to ask interesting questions. And that might be two really, really good ways to just ease yourself into these 10 tips here. But you can pick whichever ones that you want. That's absolutely fine. But the aim here is to build deeper connections and stronger relationships as a result. But in summary, we want to take responsibility and give credit. Remember that the small things are often the big things. Things like eye contact, being distracted by your phone, etc. can really kill a conversation and kill trust. We should seek to understand with empathy. We should resist the urge to judge and criticize and try to make people feel important, making them feel like they belong to a group. We should try to resist gossiping or one-upmanship. And we should also look to ask interesting questions in order to try and understand further about someone's passions and interests. And listen completely and sincerely. Don't answer straight away once they've finished. Take time to internalize what they've said and ask your interesting question afterwards. That really shows that you're listening. Compliment without hesitation. If you feel it, say it. If they can't handle it, then that's their problem, not yours. As long as you've been giving that respectful, genuine, well-intentioned comment, then you're in the clear, you can sleep well at night.
And lastly, and not least, lead with a bit of tough love, but also give kind truths. Don't just dig people out for the sake of it. Make sure there's a positive intention behind it, and it's to try and help them grow and to improve and reach their goals and aspirations faster. By telling them they're great at something when they're not is not kind. That doesn't help anybody. But thanks for listening. Please do subscribe, review, and contact us if there's any particular content that you'd like us to make. But we look forward to hearing from you. All the best. We'll see you at the next episode. Bye-bye.